Welcome to Titan Talks. Thank you for joining this week's educational episode. Today, we continue with our subject matter expert, David Hawking, for episode three on cable seal design and innovation. David, to better meet the requirements of Coca-Cola and their suppliers, could you speak to some of the modifications that we engineered into our cable seal designs? We started to modify a few of the products that we already had on the market for self-locking cable seals. The challenge was the products that we had at that time for self-locking cable seals were very heavy-duty products. 3 cable seals that were used for either DOD shipments or, or possibly hazardous chemicals and something along those lines. We didn't sell a lot of them because there weren't, weren't that many applications for them. But we did have self-locking products that, that used that type of technology in that configuration. So the challenge was, how do we get a self-locking product with a thin cable seal that will be able to lock securely and easily without more than a quarter of inch slippage? for the Coca-Cola spec that was announced earlier or, or described earlier, I should say. So we had a, uh, a product that was out in the industry for freight called the tapered lock cable seal, which was a 3 inch cable, as I had noted. And the difference with the tapered lock was the seal body was more of a triangular shape. And the reason for that design was to make it easier to load the seal in once the uh, the leading part of the seal was put through the aperture and then you bring it back down to insert it through the self-locking part. That taper, if you will, that triangular shape meant you didn't have to bend the thick cable uh, severely and it made it an easier application. So we thought, well, here's a good idea if we can just shrink it down because it's going to be a uh, easier use for these people who have to put, as I said, 14 to 17 cable seals, depending on the conveyance, and uh, uh, it will eliminate the uh, tool. Well, we we tried and we ran several different incarnations of the tapered, the mini tapered lock, as we call it now, uh, because it was a 16th inch cable. And we, while we could get it to work effectively from a locking standpoint, we never got it past the Coca-Cola evaluation both for the slippage and for the construction of the cable seal body. This cable seal body was a stamped version with edges that were, for lack of a better term, folded over and stamped where the cables went in. So there was concern, number one, on the, on the slippage and also that possibly the stamped areas could be peeled back and somehow unauthorized entry could take place without tamper evidence. Clearly, our engineering team put an emphasis on tamper evidence, but also importantly on the locking mechanism. Could you share some insights on the innovations we made to improve our cable seal security? The other item, is, as you and I know, because we're cable seal nerds, is that the locking mechanism, while pretty well designed, was a spring and disc system, which we know is not the 
textbook preferred method of reducing slippage because by the very nature of the way those surface areas interact with one another inside a cable seal, it's really tough to limit that uh, slippage to a quarter of an inch. So the next generation, we really did one from the ground up and we came up with the, we meaning EJ Brooks company, came up with the multi-lock seal, which was a cast zinc product with a spring and ball bearing locking system that allowed us to do a couple of things. First on the seal body, zinc being a, a very high quality metal as far as being tamper resistant and structurally sound, there was no effective way to try to alter the locking mechanism from the exterior part of the seal body without completely deforming it, which would give the tamper evidence that the Coca-Cola QA folks said would be acceptable. The other thing you're able to do with the zinc body is if you want to just simply stamp it, you can. However, for those customers that were moving in this direction, we could powder coat it and put a more legible identifier. We could even barcode the, the product, which some of the uh, big suppliers like ADM and Cargill desired for their internal system. They didn't need that necessarily for Coca-Cola, but it was going to make their internal system more effective. So that that was on the seal body. That was one of the a large innovations that we came up with. The other thing on the seal body that we did was even though the diameter of three different cables were going to be available, one sixteenth inch, three thirty seconds, and even an eighth inch cable, we were able to do it with the same architecture of the seal body. The only thing we had to change were the top panels that were affixed so that they would allow the larger cable to pass through on loading and to pass through on the bottom once it was cinched up. That was a terrific design as well because it meant we could simplify the offerings and make the seal for customers that were using multiple lengths a lot more user-friendly. The form factor was virtually identical. So it was easier for their internal people to to apply and be able to account for the seals they had on board. And then as I talked about earlier, the locking mechanism itself was a ball bearing and spring design, which was much more effective, a very smooth operation as far as the self-locking part of the product. The cable we were using was a seven by 19 wound cable, which actually was a little more pliable than some of the other cable seals that were out there. And what that meant was it was easier to snake through some of the apertures and it was easier to pull through the multi-lock for locking. We also had a very sophisticated fusing system so that the leading ends of the cable were tapered, if you will, at the end and, and fused so that barbs and, and nubs were reduced. And that made it much easier for the cable to be inserted to start with and pulled through, which, as we mentioned earlier in this conversation, when you're talking about inclement weather and working with gloves and all kinds of things, just makes it so much easier to use. So the end of this beginning that you're asking me was that once we were able to come and get that final design into manufacture. We took it to Coca-Cola. 
They ran it through their paces. They approved it. It was the only at that time self-locking cable seal on the market. And this would have been probably around 1994 when we got full approval and full production. That was when we really started doing some serious business with the major corn sweetener suppliers throughout the United States and Canada. Thank you for joining today's episode with David Hawking. We hope you join us for the finale in episode four where we will wrap up our discussion on cable seal design and innovation. Kindly follow our podcast, like and share as you see fit. We are also on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Please also take a moment to review our website at www.tidenbrooks.com.